This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome back, Sherlockians. Today on the Sherlock After Show, we talk about all of Sherlock's problems. For the season four finale, stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, Sherlockians. Welcome back to the After Buzz TV after show for the Sherlock. We are here doing season four, episode three, the final problem season four finale i'm your host marissa serafini you can follow me on twitter at serafini tv and of course joining me once again the panel introduce yourself hello i'm drexel Hurd. you can follow me on twitter and instagram at drexel Hurd. i'm megan salinas you guys can tweet at me at the mangwin that's t-h-e-m-e-n-g-u-i-n hello sherlockians my name is timothy michael and you can find me on social media platforms at i am timothy mike i just had to get that sherlockians word in there marissa i love <laughs> that word Isn't it fun? i love it say it a million times <laughs> sherlockian <laughs> Because we are Sherlocky. In our yeah. Sherlockathon. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Sherlockathon. I like that. Uh, although, it's sad to think that, we, you know, we waited so long to be back at this table. It's sad to think that we An hour. might not. <laughs> it's been so long, guys. But it's so, sad to think that we might never be back at this table to talk about Sherlock. Oh, we'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. But right now we are. So, this final, the final problem Quick, quick thoughts about this. Loved Dresso. it. Yes. I think it was a very <laughs> fitting send-off if this is the end of the series. That being said, I do have some problems with it, but... This is I the feel final like- one? Yes, I have the <laughs> one final problem with this series, but no. Um, game is on point. Honestly, the, the problems that I have are nitpicky. All in all, I think this was a really solid finale. Mm-hmm. I thought it was an amazing finale. It was like like Saw meets like a beautiful yes. mind yes. like finale. I thought it was amazing. I, I so completely saw. thought Saw. I thought this was great. It was scary. I didn't know if it was a horror film <laughs> or a thriller film. I was like, we're yeah. watching Sherlock, You know what right? this was? This was basically if Hannibal Lecter had been doing what Jigsaw does. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Saw means Hannibal Lecter. That is better when I like that. Yeah. Very, very true. But let's start this whole episode off like how this episode started. Mycroft, he's watching home uh, a video. <laughs> Not even a video! The, a like, projector reel! A projector. Back <laughs> Who watches in, like, movies that way? He, he likes his old-fashioned movies, but <laughs> quickly gets interrupted by Eurus, or so he thinks. Uh, Your thoughts of this? Can I just point out that uh, the thought of a clown brandishing a sword at me, like, that is nightmare fuel for days. (laughs) And for everybody. I'm not not afraid of clowns, but I was afraid of that dude. I don't even mind that my prop had to run, because I'm like, that is... That is the stuff yeah. of night. And this the little, is a real little girl running around. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that um that 
I mean, obviously, we come to find out that um, Euros wasn't part of the whole message in the end of the reel. It was it was Sherlock trying to get his brother to to com- oh, oh, um, confess, to, uh, confess yes. to something. Yes, but that <laughs> little girl, the clown, is too much. Too <laughs> much. <Kind of> clown. <laughs> I loved that whole scene because it. I know we we brought it up a couple times. The uh, CBS version of Elementary. It reminded me of how uh, Johnny Lee Miller's character would go about trying to get somebody to confess, like setting yeah. them up. Yeah, <laughs> like we have never seen Sherlock really set someone up in a fun what he deems as fun, and Johnny Lee Miller's character uh, or, or portrayal of Sherlock does that quite often, yeah. uh, putting those people in that position. So Sherlock sure enjoyed that. Then. Yeah. Like, this yeah. Hi, straight brother. up like haunted house like s- sort of right. setup and scenario. It was I will really say great. that it, it did take me a little bit out of the world a little bit because I know in the first episode that we we covered tonight, um, we had stated that you know it picks up right where it, it what usually where episodes leave off. But in this one, I was just a little confused because I was like, well, in the last episode, it ended with um, Watson getting shot by Euros, mm-hmm. um, and then I was like, okay, well, where are they? What happened? Did he get shot? And then come to find out, like, oh, it was just a tranquilizer, and then that's what happened with well, that. That's but fine. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I, I wish they would have cleaned that up a little bit. But, I mean, still, still a great episode. I'm glad he's okay. Because, no, obviously, we can't really have Sherlock without Watson, you know. Yeah. The yin and yang. Um, but that really brings us to Microsoft actually telling about Sherlock's past, the family history, the Musgraves. Oh. What were your thoughts of, like, just knowing how... the we had a sister. We, I say we, like it's my family. <laughs> that they had a sister, and she had a dark side to her. She was intelligent. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Intelligent, obviously. Like, really intelligent. And Sherlock's the middle child. <laughs> and But she, she's so intelligent that she, uncon- she, she got uncontrollable. Well, it's, it's... I mean, what we see in her is what we see... Like, if Sherlock had gone down a different road, like, mm-hmm. that is the type of person he could have he could have ended up as. Um, because, like, she can't even distinguish between the most, like, basic of emotions. Like, when she hurts herself to see how her muscles work, she's like, pain, which one is that? Like, she can't even identify it. Which, uh, yeah. Disturbing. And it's very disturbing, and it says a lot about like I said, the type of person that she could become. But when we first meet Sherlock, he, and he's struggled with emotions throughout the entire series. And he's always tried to put his emotions off to the side, although he can't really help it. 
we see in her what he would be like without emotions or and without that like the people around him to kind of morally guide him the family that he's created like without them he's he would be like a moriarty or like or like euros see i disagree with you i think that um sherlock could have never become Euros, because Euros was like that from the beginning. That's just who she was as a person. That's who Whereas she was born into. Whereas he was super into. sensitive. Right. Yeah. And then everything that she did to him, that's what caused him to become emotionally detached from everything else. Because he repressed it all. Right. So if okay. he was going to be, if he was going to go down that road, it would have happened after everything that she did to him. Um, but we saw the kind of person that he became. He just becomes this emotionally detached person. Uh, I also, um, well, I wrote down a couple things, but uh, Euros reminds me of a person that might have uh, Asperger's. Just mm-hmm. that kind of... Em- that Borderline. That borderline yeah. Asperger's. Um, but I also wrote down, because um, I'm going to stick with my Harry Potter tradition um, on this episode, and uh, in Fantastic... Euros reminded me of, uh, of an Obscurus, um, in the mm. sense that, you know, huh. she can combust at any time. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. And, um, and so I thought that was a really interesting, because I was like... This is crazy. Like she's a little nuts. Uh, from the little girl at the beginning on the airplane, like there was a lot going on. The most evil Ravenclaw. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. Oh, she was. Yeah. yeah. She's like a Slytherin Ravenclaw. She is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess I'm just jumping on that bandwagon now, you guys. Get on the Harry Potter bandwagon. Yeah, I love Harry Potter. Um, that, that's a really good point, and I I liked this whole buildup or like the the kind of the the explanation of we had Eurus. She was part of our family. She, and she had a dark side um, dog. She, we know that she did something to a dog, Redbeard. Mm. So First sign of serial killers. Just, just oh, pointing that out. Manson. Very, yeah. very and, true. Yep. Only um, then, yeah, turns out it's even worse than that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if we could get the chat room back up, too, just in case anybody's in the chat room, that'd be great. Yeah. Although, yeah. I, I like that we finally finally get an answer about you know Sherlock's past because the most we've ever gotten is when he was shot by Mary and he's kind of having this hallucinatory you know flashback mm-hmm. scene where you find out Redbeard's his dog and you know you find out a little bit about his relationship with his brother and I feel like that's the most we've ever gotten from him regarding his past and so seeing this whole episode be all about unpacking this thing that even he doesn't quite remember can really grasp. I thought that was a fascinating journey that we were taking with him. I also love the fact that we never really got their parent. We've never seen their parents either. Yeah. We've never seen Sherlock. Didn't we see their parents like we saw once? The, we, we saw, saw their parents once. Yeah. very briefly. And they walked in. Like, we, we saw their parents later on. I'm talking about in in the we've seen them in the before? I want to say like we saw them yeah, in this episode. We saw the parents like last three. season. Yeah, yeah. but like or again, that was season. that was literally so long ago. If you're binging all of the seasons, then it's not that long yeah, ago. But right. for us who watched, you know, when they aired, it's been a while. Right, and then we did not see them until this season again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sorry, in the flashbacks, like we never really got Sherlock's back, like his how his, how he grew up, and then now we get this onslaught of his siblings and their relationships and. Um, 
because we've only seen Sherlock and Mycroft. Now we've got the the two dynamics that Sherlock had well, to do. Well, well, it's it's also like we we see their family when they were young. They seem like a seemingly happy family, yeah. too, in like a loving atmosphere. It was the, the environment was warm. They had great parents. It just makes you question how did this girl get so dark? Who was raised in such a positive kind of atmosphere? Well, yeah. what we forget from you know the last time that we did see them very briefly was that their parents are normal. Their parents are normal mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who have um, who are bringing up these three brilliant, like a like head in the clouds, brilliant uh, children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they're three super genius, super genius children. And um, it, it makes sense that, again, given the parents are, are normal parents, it kind of makes sense when she, ta- she goes down this dark path why other members of their family choose to take the route that they do. Because they're like, you as like normal thinking people are not equipped for this, which is super condescending. But it makes sense from that kind of genius perspective of like we're just going to take her away and you don't have to deal with her anymore and it's just easier for you to believe that she's dead. Yeah, uh, uh, And being at such a young age is so easy to gaslight them. Which is really yeah. terrible but that's what Mycroft essentially did to Sherlock. But I also found it interesting that Mycroft like they weren't, Sherlock and Mycroft and Eros aren't that far apart in age. Probably like within what Five, they five said years? It's at seven years. Uh, Mycroft is the oldest by seven mm-hmm. years. Two years. Um, yeah, no, no to, seven Sherlock. years to Sherlock. Okay. And, and then Sherlock is, a year. is, is, year, is within a year, a year apart. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm seven years older than my youngest brother. Like, so, but it's really we interesting that Mycroft took on the role of parent to such normal parents that they could not identify or deal with Euros as a kid and it took Mycroft to be the parent to say which uh, to, which is to, to, to Sherlock you know these kids because they they later on refer to Sherlock as being as the, the grown up right. you've mm-hmm. always been the grown up which is weird yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe um, you know Euros's abilities had something to do with that I mean you know it takes somebody to know somebody and I feel like them two being super geniuses could only relate to yours as a super genius. So she's probably manipulating her parents just like she did with everybody else. That's fair. It's very true because we haven't really seen the parents with yours alone yeah. until you know the end. But moving on uh, to when they're actually talking to Minecraft, we got the whole patience grenade. That was scary. It was scary, but also <laughs> it, I think the scene had like a great balance of comedy in it as well. <laughs> they're worried about Mrs. Hudson underneath. Who's like listening like, to rock? You're, like, like closest to the door. So distance is like a bigger factor than time, you know, when the bomb explodes or like grenade explodes. I was like, it, it was scary. Yes, it's a scary situation, but it was well balanced with humor. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was cool because you get to see how, you get to see Mycroft think on the fly too. Mm-hmm. Like we're so used to Sherlock telling, like, saying this is how things are going to work, and Mycroft was also doing that at the same time, saying, yeah, they're piggybacking off of each other, being like, yep, this was happening, this was happening, this was happening, and John Watson standing there going, okay, I got this bomb, and this is what's going to happen, I'm scared to death, and <laughs> what do I do? Let's wait for Mrs. Hudson to right. stop vacuuming. Right. When I also love when they, they, they um, include Mrs. Hudson in their thought process, because mm-hmm. it just goes to show that they really do care about her, and, and it's it's like, okay, well, we can jump, we can go now, but they're like, wait, Mrs. Hudson does this at this specific time, on this day. Like, he knows her schedule, so you know he cares about it's her. She's mom. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Also, you want to, like, eliminate collateral damage and all that, so, like, I, but I did like the fact that they do factor in 
mysticizing. Yeah. It was just humor. <laughs> no, I, I really enjoyed this. And again, we, we get... The first half of the episode, we get a lot of humor because the second half of the episode gets so dark and overbearing. Although, watching this scene, I did wonder, I was like, is there ever, is there like a movie or a TV show where a villain does send a bomb to go and kill the hero in the like the first act or the second act and it actually works. I would absolutely love to see a movie or a TV show where it actually works, works and no. kills the hero and then yeah, the bad guy's like, "Wait, that wasn't you were supposed to get away from that." Oh no. Now I don't know what to do. Oh shoot. <laughs> no. Nope. And then, and then there's no movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the, <laughs> then, then the it's over. over. <laughs> it's over. But that sends them to Sheraton Ford Island, which apparently <laughs> is the prison, not a person because there have been a lot of speculations that the third sibling is actually sharing for it. It's actually a place. It reminds place. me of Skyfall. A little bit, yeah. Like this, this, this mm, place. I actually haven't seen Skyfall. I'm surprised you didn't so stick with your Harry Potter theme and say Alcatraz. I, I mean, was thinking oh, Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Um, Azkaban. Azkaban. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Azkaban. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? No, I always totally just like jumped on the back of the See, this is why he does not get to make the Harry Potter references. You should have made Alcatraz. Like, it is kind of like, like an Alcatraz, though. No, it's an island. Thank you, Meg. In my head, I was thinking that the house that the, 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 that the like homes grew the, up in yeah, was Skyfall. Skyfall. And yes, uh, Azkaban is definitely where yours is Yeah, it was that. just missing yeah. the uh, Dementors. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was also kind of thinking Shutter Island as well. But, oh, yeah. Ooh, that's, that's a good bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they managed to work their way onto Sheriford. Sherford Island, Sherinford Island. I love this whole setup, though. <laughs> it was it was just smart and so in character of how they would go under and manage to get on. That yeah, island. and we we talked a lot about um, villains hiding in plain sight mm-hmm. in this season, and we see Sherlock use that to his advantage. Mm-hmm. They they create this sort of distraction with Mycroft's disguise that Sherlock is able to sneak in unnoticed, and I like. Did that. you notice him? I totally did. <laughs> you knew that, that oh, was my yeah. cross? I no, thought that was Sherlock. Sh- when they showed the governor on the side and they showed the guy behind him, I was like, that's Sherlock. Right <laughs> behind him. Wait. I see you. I see I you. And then he walked out because, like, the governor is like, go, go make sure Euros is okay. Keep eyes on her. And, like, he literally gave it. He saw, saw the half side profile. I was like, that's Sherlock. This uh, is why Marissa totally needs side. to work in security and we all need to not. <laughs> because because see Thomas, I know who to call it in. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> she knows how the criminal mind works. Because she watches Dude, criminal minds. I watch too much yeah. criminal minds. Uh, yes. Moving on. Uh, but we get we get Sherlock actually manages to get down to Euros. What did you think of this first interaction? I thought, Ooh, yeah. just stealing the words from Meg, what, what you said earlier, just when Clarice sees Hannibal Lecter in the cell for the first time, that's exactly what I thought but There's of. even a glass wall! I know! <laughs> oh, so that's man. exactly what my mind immediately went to. It also yeah. reminds me of, and I love there's NBC's The Blacklist, and I know we do that show. <clears throat> we do The Blacklist here at Afterbus. I don't, but there's a you know, after Blacklist after show. Um, yeah, with Red. With Red, Red. It reminds me of the first season of The Blacklist when... Um, when uh, what's her name uh Elizabeth first meets Red in he's the in cube. The he's in the cube. Yeah. Um, and Red, who is as manipulative, um, not as Euros, but pretty manipulative, that's what happens. Yeah. He meets in the box. Yeah. For, mm-hmm. for me, um, very, very Silence of the Lambs, but it's more um, Red Dragon in my mind because oh, yeah. uh, Clarice is a rookie in the mm-hmm. FBI, whereas Sherlock, when we have this meeting between Sherlock and Euros, 
it kind of was more like the Edward Norton meeting mm. with Hannibal Lecter yeah. because mm. it's like there are these two people they are very much on the same playing field but at the same time there's there's a clear power differential and they're both trying to get the better of the other. Yes. Well things go quickly south during all this we know that <clears throat> there's not a glass wall there. She's actually <laughs> able to get out and then chaos ensues and then we are solved like they are left to solve with the problems. Problem one. Mm. Problem one. With the governor, Sherlock Mycroft, and Watson. They have to shoot. So they have to shoot the governor. It's either <laughs> Watson or Mycroft has to shoot the governor. I, I, the have warden. A, I have a quick question. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have to shoot the warden. But I have a quick question. He's the governor. Do you guys oh, really buy governor. that she is this manipulative? Because on the one hand... She is clearly this genius character who, again, her her level of thinking is on an entirely different plane. Um, but on the other hand, I look at it, I'm like, she's borderline, like, psychic power, magical, right. in order to be able to manipulate people to the degree that they've shown that she's able to manipulate Th- that, them. That, that part was, was a little bit unbelievable to me. It's almost as if she Vulcan... You know, did a little Vulcan yeah. motion, Jedi, Jedi, Jedi mind trick, trick yeah. or something to somebody, yeah. and so yeah, you're these like, are the droids how you're did, looking for? Right, it's like, <laughs> how did she get these? How did she get the governor to do what he wanted? Like, there was just some weird stuff happening that I was not. I was like, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we, if this was like a Hannibal Lecter scenario where we got to watch an entire movie of her breaking somebody down mentally and then getting them to to do what she wanted them to do, I feel like it would make sense. But since it's just something said in passing that we're just supposed to accept, I'm like, yeah. hold the phone. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm speaking of the first problem though. I could see why Sherlock would would ask Mycroft to do it first. Um, yeah. Just because of everything that's happened with John and guns. Um, well, and it's also, Mycroft should take responsibility. Yeah. Well, not only that, I just feel like, you know, and John, uh, you know, ultimately steps up and decides to do it, but then can't do it. And I can see why he can't do it. Um, so that just that that just mindset of, of Sherlock being like, I'm going to look out for Watson in this way and ask Mycroft to do it first. Um, just I just keep getting, like, just baffled by how much he really does care for Watson. But I but I also I also think it has a lot to do with the fact that Mycroft still is his older brother at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that at a certain point Mycroft has been making a lot of decisions for Sherlock. And so Sherlock hands his gun to the person who makes the decisions for him. Mm. And that's Mycroft and so he gets this gun. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and also just shows the influence that Euros does have on people that yeah, she she can manipulate people to turn on to each other. Therefore, she can still get the uh, the same result that she wanted yeah. in the beginning. Like literally any of the uh the little experiments that she puts them through, that's enough content for like an hour and a half long thrill, oh, like psychological yeah. thriller. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, we actually we, we got to the point where Watson was going to shoot her can't and then it it, it turns really fast that the governor shoots himself right and all the while this is going on we've got this this other problem we have the wife well they've got this other problem that Sherlock is having to deal with which is the girl on the plane that's happening at the same time so like he's having to deal with the problem that's in front of him and the problem that is outside of what he believes is outside because base yeah, but yeah, basically it's I like the immediate problem is that one of these two people, either the wife or the governor is going to die. 
Um, and then you also have a potential entire plane full of people that are going to die. that are that are definitely going to die if you don't solve these problems quick enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing that they set up with the problem on is that that whole internal moral conflict that Euros is playing off of each other because you have it that actually it causes us in the end, or like that'll actually work against you but rather than for this you. This is the first time that we've seen a villain or a, 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 a an antagonist to Sherlock kill somebody in cold blood on screen. I, we saw that happen. I will say Moriarty, we, we were talking about this last episode, Moriarty actually did kill people. Like, yes. he, he killed that one old lady. Yeah, because um, yeah. Yeah, uh, she, she knew just a little too much, so he did uh, kill her. Um, so Moriarty did kill people for sure. Um, but yeah, this is. I mean, when we that doesn't diminish when we see Euros kill right. in cold blood, time and time again in this episode, and it is Shoots shocking her. every single time. Shoots the wife cold blank, um, point blank, really. Um, but unfortunately, she, both of them died. The governor and his wife. She's like, you didn't died. do what I said. That was the parameter of the experiment. So and this moving is how on. It's be. Moving on to problem two, the red room, pretty much, uh, where they have to solve. Sherlock has to solve. Who's the shooter? This guy. <laughs> yes. Jeez, <laughs> Out of these man. three brothers, how do you deduct who was the guy who shot, shot the guy? And this was messed up. Like, this was I mean, he obviously it's Sherlock, so he does it pretty fast. But did we, I mean, after that first problem, did we really think that that wasn't going to happen in a second? Right. In any way, shape, or form? I didn't expect, I didn't expect all three of them to go. Yeah, because she's like, condemn this one. This is what I want you to do. In the same way that she said, you know, shoot this guy in the head. And if you do that, then, you know, this lady gets to live. So we we make the assumption that if we do, you know, go through this and say, yes, this I condemn this man, that he'll be the only one to suffer if she's adhering to the parameters of the last experiment. And then when she doesn't, it's like, holy crap. Mm-mm. Cool. Well, do you guys think that the three brothers had any symbolism to them as three siblings? Because once they condemn the person who actually does it, Euros, um, she drops the other two, the innocent mm-hmm. ones, being, you know, Sherlock and Mycroft. And then she just drops them all together. Mm. I, I feel like there's definitely a potential Like, they're all there. That's good. In, in yeah. the end. Um, it, it could be definitely a metaphor for, like, just the sibling relationship yeah. in well, general. And especially with where we see her mental state is later in the episode of, like, we'll get yeah, to it, but yeah. basically I need somebody to save me from myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did like no, in this kidding. problem that we, we saw the relationship between Sherlock and Watson in this. We, we are soldiers. You can see Minecraft is, like, slowly de- devolving in his thought process, he's not thinking clearly, but it's still Sherlock and Watson. Their game is still on, um, and they're working together. And I think you know that just sets up like how good their working relationship is. Um, I really enjoyed. It. Which takes us to problem three: the coffin. Oh my goodness! So, so I just want to I just want to start Dots. this out because. Um, I was reading that the creators had written a completely different scene. Really? And that the cast did not like it. So they changed this scene to the scene that it is currently, which was the Whoa. Molly scene. Yeah. What was it originally? Yeah. Does I anyone think, know? I, for, I think it was... I can't, I, you guys have to look it up. But I think it was like the coffin was there and... 
uh, then I think a name was in the. I think so. It was like completely different. Like the phone call was the change, and like calling oh. Molly was the change. Oh so. my goodness! Yeah. Yes. So we well, find change. out. Good change. Good change. There's a coffin there. Sherlock has to figure out who it's for. We find out it's actually for Molly Hooper. And then they have three minutes because her house is rigged for Molly to say on the phone, I love you to Sherlock. Thoughts of this? This is so mean and plain. <laughs> no, it is mean because we, we see Sherlock. Who, like, we've always known that Molly has pined for Sherlock all these years of knowing him. This was painful. And this is like the worst thing to do for Molly to say this. It, it's just like mean to Molly to have her go through this and say this to Sherlock and put her through this. <laughs> I agree. No, it was like it was emotionally torturing. That's exactly what it was. Yes. Because, like you said, Molly has, has has you know had these affections for Sherlock, and they've just deepened over the years. And Sherlock has never really reciprocated these feelings because he's been emotionally cut off. Like if you think about it, it's so twisted because he's he's emotionally cut off from the world because of what Eros does did to him, and now he has to show his feelings to this one girl in order to save her life. Like that is feelings so that he twisted. doesn't necessarily have because he's emotionally cut off. Right, and she she calls it too when he's like, "I just need you to say I love you," and she's like, "Well, you say it first. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh no!" Right, yeah. but I think at the same time we also forget that Sherlock really does have genuine feelings for Irene. So for Molly, no, no, for Irene Adler. For Irene oh, oh, Adler. yeah, yeah. So, so I don't think that he's. Em- emotionally detached to everybody I think he does love Irene and so well, Molly's just kind of like the the girl that's in love with well, him and that's what makes it mean because yeah. like the fact that Sherlock has to say these words that could be very meaningful but he perp- he actually doesn't really mean it towards right. Molly that's what makes it hurt more although he could have said it in a brotherly way and still gotten away with or it or just yeah. like in, I, as a friend right. I love yeah, you right. buddy no no, no <laughs> like, like I do actually truly care for you because right. you yeah. are a friend and that's Absolutely. what he says love like you, you are my friend and where we saw like you know, we mentioned it previously that Sherlock doesn't really have a lot of friends, right. and even Mycroft it's like that list is pretty short. Yeah, right. um, but the fact that he does say it on the phone to Molly is like, "No, you are my friend." I'm like, well, oh my and we, god, we've seen it in the past. Like, he does care about Molly in his own way, not necessarily a romantic relationship, but he does care about her a lot in the same way that he cares about Lestrade and the same way he cares about a lot of, you know, Mrs. Hooper. You know, these are people in his life who have become his family. Mm-hmm. And he you can tell he feels bad about hurting her. And so doing this, yeah, he 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 really does care about her, but like He'll never love her in that way, so he feels terrible about this unreciprocated relationship. I also think that had Molly, had something happened to Molly as a character, that would have completely destroyed Sherlock. For the for the second time, he would have been the cause of a female in his life's death. Death, yeah. And that would have that would have ended the whole thing. Oh yeah, could you imagine if like? He had gotten her to say "I love you," and then Euros just blew up, blew up the up house anyway. anyway. That would have been, been terrible. I'd have thrown the remote. I said, "It's over. I'm taking a break." That's it. Bye, guys. Yeah, done. Series done. <laughs> series done. <laughs> one, one of the lines that really hit me is like, "I know you're not an experiment. You're my friend." Mm. Oh my god. The, and this, and it, like we we talk about, it, like Sherlock has a high IQ, tends to have lower EQ, but this was all an emotional Sherlock mm, in this yeah. episode. It, it really just shows that he does truly care about people and he is human at the end of the day um <laughs> love it 
Love it. Love it. Okay, moving on to... Sure. Uh, well, perhaps. then he crushes yeah, he the... Destroys when he the finds coffin. out there was no bomb. As he, I mean, like, as well, then, he yeah. should. He's just yeah. in a terrible yeah. state to put him and Molly through that. That's and, and again, the plane is still... Very brief conversations with her while Euros also pulls up sound clips for Moriarty. Yep. Moriarty. Yep. Okay. Let's quickly talk about these Moriarty clips. Did you enjoy them? The taunting of Moriarty. It's always nice seeing the actor again. Really? Is it? <laughs> it wasn't necessary. Exactly. Um, but I, I did like how, you know, at the very beginning of the season with that we had with the Christmas special, we basically say, look, there's no way Moriarty survived this. He is dead. This mm-hmm. is something we he set up prior, yeah, quote, prior quote. to his death. So I like that they stuck with to their guns on that one, that there wasn't some magical nonsense where he lived and there's no explanation for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm willing to accept it, but at the same time, I could understand why it would be a little grating. I mean, I like the same thing. I like that they finally wrapped up where these Moriarty clips came from. Um, you know, he had five unsupervised minutes with her um, because of <laughs> which my why? Yeah, well, treats. it was his, bad it older was, brother. Treats. Yeah, his well, her we, gifts. we also know that um, that Euros like could predict terrorist attacks before anyone else could, and, and therefore she would give vital information to the government. And in return, she'd get treats. Treats, right? That's but I mean, it just it just blows my mind even more because they. She had these un- unsupervised minutes with Moriarty, and she's the one that sent Moriarty after Sherlock. So if you think about it, the whole season one and two of Moriarty is all because of her. Mind it could blown. Be. Mind blown. Well, didn't she want to talk ago. to him in the first place because he was obsessed with Sherlock? No, because I'm not this, sure what the time frame on no, this. No, because this, this is was three five years, years ago. Five years ago, three years yeah, ago, this one is of those. Five years ago. Five years yes. ago. Yeah, but I, I. From, that's what I got from it. I feel like she's the one who sent Moriarty after him. It's entirely possible, and it also just makes sense where that the whole miss me clip because we found out that Moriarty's brother brother was part like a broadcasting system. Oh yeah. Mm. So like his brother can broadcast. Moriarty's pre-recorded tapes of Miss Me, and that's how everyone in the world could see it. So that makes sense of how all these just pre-recorded things. My thing is, like, Moriarty was such a great antagonist, I mentioned it before, but they didn't... It's I feel it's just, uh, you know, they don't give their actors enough credit to the fact that he can't he just be dead? Like, leave him alone, he's fine. Or the fact that they, they don't believe the show is good enough to not have their favorite character in their show. Like, they have to keep bringing them back just to keep the fans interested. Well, well I also think that even That's in... Even in... what I mean, I keep referencing Elementary because it's so... It's now. Like, this is a show that we see every week on CBS. And Moriarty is not on the show. But Sherlock consistently brings up Moriarty even on the show, even when Moriarty's not even around. Um, so... I think I just think that Moriarty is just a character that's just woven through this entire Sherlock. Well, because uh, wasn't Moriarty like isn't Moriarty a big um, presence in the in the novels, Marissa? He, yes, I yeah. mean, yeah, he is. Uh, he's Sherlock's most well-known antagonist, right? Yeah. So that would explain why he would can have yeah, a continued presence in the series. He's a pop cultural icon in the same way that Watson and Sherlock are. Yeah. Moriarty is pretty much Sherlock's kryptonite. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the reason Luthor, for the, yeah, the Joker, the, the yeah. downfall of Sherlock. Yeah. yeah. So, but 
other than but that, that, he that, destroys. Here's the thing, though: is yeah, he he died at the end of season one. Mm. Yes, that was your greatest arch enemy. Whatever, whatever. Bringing him back in just to the... taunt us is kind of annoying. Well, like it, it doesn't bode well to his character. Well, it's it's a way again for for the, I I agree with you. I feel like dead is dead. <laughs> like yeah, just let him you shouldn't dead. have to bring them back to keep people interested. But the other thing is when you take down the greatest adversary at the start, then like yeah, I. I get it you you want to be able to still up the ante in some way but i also think that if if this is the series what we might think might be a series finale for this and this is called the final problem moriarty was the problem and they find to what tim was saying if euros have manipulated moriarty from the beginning and sent him from the beginning this is a bookend to this once the euros mm-hmm. is eliminated moriarty is Effectively eliminated. So well, the, that's yeah. the last remaining well, bits of Moriarty will be solved once well, this problem has been figured out. Right. Well, the thing is, is like we know that Moriarty helped Euro set all these problems up for sure. Like with within those five minutes is unsupervised. Isn't that crazy? That that that's they all were able to five button minutes. all these situations. <laughs> I'd be like, you get five, five minutes, minutes with him not unsupervised. No, sorry, sis. Maybe and Grant, this was years ago. Well, like Sherlock can predict. Movements within like three weeks. This was years ago. Yeah. yeah. So that just makes Euros, Euros like even more threatening. Well, and this was still when Moriarty was just a person of interest on Mycroft's radar. Yes. So I'm sure he didn't anticipate how escalated the situation was going to become. Mm-hmm. But it does raise the question of like once Moriarty starts doing all of these terrible things. You know, Mycroft has to be sitting there going, <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Okay, moving on to problem four. We have Sherlock, Mycroft, and Watson. The elimination round. Hmm. We must shoot. Shoot. Shoot one person. I, and this is, we, we were talking last episode about how Mycroft isn't a great brother. This is where I say he is a good brother. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he's actively trying to, to be sp- an ass. To be an ass. To spare his brother the pain of killing his best friend. Because his brother has already lived through the pain of losing a best friend. And he saw what it did to him. It destroyed him. Mm-hmm. So he's like... I, this is all my fault. I'm going to take responsibility for this, and I'm going to make it easy for you if I can. But I also think that at the same time, Mycroft re- recognizes that he was never going to be the person that Sherlock needed like John Watson was. And mm-hmm. my, and Mycroft said, I will be the one to go because I, I can no longer be what I wanted to be to Sherlock. And yeah. that was what John Watson is. Yeah, and I think it was also, yeah, that realization that no matter, even if Sherlock did choose, it wouldn't be Mycroft. It would be Watson. Uh, unfortunate right. as it is. And he but, didn't want that pain. No. Mycroft didn't want that yeah. pain. It escalated fast, and to the point where Sherlock was actually going to shoot himself. Mm-hmm. Nope. Within 10 seconds, they got knocked out. <laughs> moved on, and moved to the Musgrave Hall. Skyfall, yeah. Skyfall. 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 Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Azkaban. Shutter Island. All those places. Musgrave Hall, which is the final problem. The big showdown, more so. John is in a well. Chained up. Surrounded by bones. I was going to say, to tick off another, like, check off another box on the horror movie thing. It's like, oh, now we've got the creepy well in there, too. Meanwhile, the girl 
in the plane is still going down. <laughs> Which, at this point, it's like, mm, yeah. okay, I don't know how much I actually buy into this sort of scenario. Well, I just want to know how John got in the well. Like, that well was very deep. 16 by 6. And and how did... So, if you... Does, does, does somebody lower him down with a crane? I does he it, fall down I buy well? it a lot more getting John Watson into it because she's a grown person at this point. You know, she can jury-rig a harness. Yeah. It was the <laughs> tiny child getting a, another tiny child at the bottom of the well. That that I, I didn't... That she I didn't. I was like, how'd she, how, how she do a that? pulley system back then, too. Who knows? <laughs> but John's in a well. The girl on the plane's still going down. And <laughs> Sherlock has to figure this all out. Both of these going on at the same time. Mind you, hours and hours and hours. That's that's what the girl said. Um, the little girl. I was, and I, I have it in my notes. That's too long. The plane would have crashed already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we get the reveal of who Redbeard is. Mm. Did you expect this? Did you see this coming? No. no. Redbeard no. is actually Sherlock Holmes' childhood best friend. Trevor, just Not a like dog. right before, right Victor before Trevor. the the words dropped, we never had a dog. I was just like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I thought it was a dog, and that was heartbreaking in itself. But then to find out it's an actual child, yeah. it's like, it's, well, oh. at first I was like, oh god, they had another sibling, and then it turned out to be Sherlock's childhood best friend. Um, but I was like, Victor oh Trevor. my, like I was like, that could have been even worse. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was crazy and and to your point like how do they get a child another child like how does that happen how and did she that was tiny the youngest. little girl <laughs> i'm so, i mean she's brain she's able to brainwash people she probably like you know tricked him tricked into, him into yeah. getting yeah but again if you that, we saw how deep that well was you fall down that well you're, dead. you're not surviving mm-hmm. yeah there and there was no there was no like bucket to like take them down well, and like, talk about how horrific the uh, you know John Watson as he's chained up is he's like there are tiny little bones here and we're like oh that's where Redbeard was the poor doggy um, and then like you know it's a couple not. minutes later it turns out guys these aren't dog bones yeah uh, and like oh that's that is a that was a horrifying thing that was a scary shot of actually seeing the skull and realizing yeah. it was a human yeah and then juxtaposed with the editing is like oh this was actually a person not a dog well and then hearing her talk about it, she's like, oh, do you want to lose another pet? She's referring to people as animals, because she's just that detached. Well, then, and because and, she was so jealous. Right, yeah. and let's yes, not forget it's because yeah, she just, she only did it because she was so jealous of the relationship that sh- that Sherlock ha- had with Trevor. Yeah. Like, I never had a best friend. I had no one. Which takes us to the tombstones that Sherlock has to figure out. I love it when it gets to like moments like this. You, you really see Sherlock's um, internal mind mm-hmm. work and how he's solving it. But weren't, but weren't those? But weren't those? I, I just I thought I remember seeing those tombstones when they were kids. Yeah, yeah. they they yeah. made Nemo. a point of intentionally Nemo. lingering on the tombstones during the flashback sequences earlier in the episode. So did she and set like, those tombstones up? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Who set those? Who set I think that? she. I think she set up the song so that... Based on the tombstone Based numbers. on, like, so a, a code you can figure out, out from mm-hmm. the tombstone. So she figured out the tombstone. 
Oh, she made up. The she whole... used the tombstones to create um, a, a hidden message, and then embedded that hidden message within the song. But I remember them saying that Sherlock could not figure out some of the problems on the tombstones as a kid. Right. Which well, he goes to show that the tombstones were already there, well, so she had to. And they said the tombstones were fake from the right. beginning. Well, and he didn't know that the tombstones were where he needed to look mm-hmm. to solve this puzzle. All he knew is that she was tormenting him with this song. And they couldn't figure it out, and they kept begging her to tell them, and she so, wouldn't. Yeah. As so, a kid. And yeah. it, right. it was the one line that she said, like, I never had a best friend, I had no one, which makes him think of Nemo, for in Latin, that means no one. Mm. Therefore, he goes to the tombstones. That's mm-hmm. where Yeah, she's like, I'm going to give you one more the clue this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is where the message Emotional context. <laughs> That's what she said. And uh, um, I, I loved how he figured it out. Um, I am lost. Help me, brother. Save my life. Before my doom, I am lost without your love save my soul seek my room she was in a room obscurus obscurus yes and we see sherlock run up to the bedroom and we find out that the little girl in the plane is actually her inter thought inner prison her Her mind 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 palace palace which of yours um yeah, I was going to say, go and that goes back to what I said earlier about the only person that has ever been inside Sherlock's mind palace was Euros because she was the girl that was in. Remember, they were outside and they were eating fish and chips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they were, and then and then she was seeing like they were both seeing like him push away the like the the fr- the, pick, the the window and there were things happening outside. Wasn't wasn't John in his mind palace that one time with the waterfall and the cliff with Moriarty scene when they both yeah. gained up on Moriarty? So I think that uh Sherlock also let John in there as well. Well, I I don't know, but um but I had a problem with Maybe. I had a problem with this scenario being not real because again I understand what they were trying to do in terms of the emotional weight behind this revelation and trying to make her seem very sympathetic in these last couple minutes of the of the episode but I was like I was like mm. because much like we were t- talking about in earlier in our earlier recap shows earlier tonight I feel like it diminishes the stakes throughout the rest of the episode like I said I How know so? what kind of Im- well because the little girl's not really in danger. The person who's in danger is a murderous sociopath. Yes, he. Yes, she's somebody who needs saving, but there's not an entire plane full of people that is going to crash into a city somewhere. Mark, so yeah. for me, like the the soul of this one sociopath is less important than the soul of like an entire plane full of people. Well, my question is, and I was just thinking about, um, like, how did she get her internal mind palace? Recorded on audio. Mm. I guess she's just acting for Sherlock. Or, like, and this is, I don't know, maybe I watched too many films or I just saw <laughs> Split the movie, where, like, I was kind of <laughs> thinking that maybe she has a, like, split personality disorder. I mean, it, she could have a mental disorder. Like, she's she dissociated this part of her she, yes, innocence. Yes. Her, her, like, she she has a personality that is the smaller, younger girl who's stuck on a plane, and you recorded that audio. Like, yeah. my question is, how did we get the audio reccording that Sherlock and everyone else can hear? She might have if asked it's, if, Moriarty if it was to help all her. internal. You know what she is? How she, was she's that? She's a horcrux. Oh my god! Uh, That's it. You're right. Actually, Sherlock <laughs> is Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Spelliomics. <laughs> that, that's my only question. But. um... 
going back to like the, the a little bit about the red beard because uh, I rewatched this episode at the beginning when we saw little y- young Euros drawing. Um, there was a picture of her. She drew a picture of a redhead boy with an X through it. Mm. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's Redbeard!" I didn't, yep. pi- I didn't pick it up the yeah, first we, time. We think she's drawing pictures of like Sherlock, a, yeah, she's yeah. a kid. But it, she drew a picture of a little boy Redbeard with an X through it, and that's and then she burned down. Check the house. off another box on another horror movie trope list. Like, kid, oh creepy god. kid drawing creepy pictures. <laughs> and, and I know yeah. folks in the chat room are, are, are talking about how control. Uh, they felt this episode uh, was because there was a lot of things like we said that they were just so abnormal that we just had to that you just, you just yeah you just go yeah, well, yeah okay. you just have to shrug and yeah I think contrived is a good word yeah. for it um but again, I get what they were trying to go for emotionally speaking. Yeah. 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 What think talking about emotion what did you think about Sherlock actually have an emotional moment with his sister? I think that's what she wanted this whole time. She just yeah. wanted her brother's love and that is why she created this mind palace. That is why she created all of this this to she torment just him. She wanted someone to play with. Yeah, oh, you're so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Come play Please with do me, Sherlock, again. forever <laughs> and ever. <laughs> but then, uh, well, it, it was a good moment, especially for Sherlock to get emotional. Other than like. I think the brotherly family instinct got over him. I, I would have liked this line. this emotional connection had it not been the little girl in the airplane. Like, if he had somehow found a way to emotionally reach her without that kind of contrived nonsense, I feel like it would have been more powerful. But But I did like that that is what she wanted. She just wanted... You know her brother's love, and and I I like that. Yeah. I like a sympathetic villain. Yes, help me save John Watson. Right. And so now he he had to save his sister. Now he has to save his best friend. Which I'm glad it had a happy ending for John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, like learn from the first time. I was a little confused though because wasn't they they were able to get John out of the well, but wasn't he chained up to the bottom of the well? I, maybe they threw him down. That's another thing. That's another yeah, thing. Like, I was like, it's a little contrived. They had like, help what the police came. Our, they had their our okay. runtime yeah. is running yeah. out. We don't have time to cut so to actually, him unlocking yeah, himself. Yeah, okay. We're yeah. just gonna cut yeah. to him being in a he blanket it, outside. He picked it with one of the red beard bones. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got out. Well, Strad had a good moment. He's when they're talking about Sherlock. It's like he's not a great man. He's better than that. He's a good one. And then Sherlock actually remembers Greg's name. Yes! I love that. So good, so good. Um, But then, you know, that takes us to the end with Mary's voiceover about her two men, her two... Her Baker Street Street boys. boys. What did you think about the ending? I thought it was a good Mary's bookend for yeah. I thought it was a good bookend to the to the series. I mean, there were a lot of things that were that we felt were contrived, but I feel like at the end of it, Mary was a genuine presence throughout the entire se- this season, and I feel like her ending it off was like an emotional cherry on top of the ice cream. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it was a great epilogue, you know, to to this saga of mysteries that have been unraveled. Um, the emotional connection between all the characters, even our former villains, you know, uh, I thought it was really nice to the point where it's like, okay, I'll forgive some of the contrivances because we get this nice we get this nice little bookend. And I also like the fact that um, like we said, the final problem, which were uh, Eros and Moriarty, 
allowed what we said allowed this new Sherlock and Watson to now focus on their relationship with uh, Detective Lestrange and and Lestrange. 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 <laughs> yep, Sorry. I got you. you got me. Good old Greg. <laughs> Good old Greg. Um, and uh, <laughs> that's where uh, I came from. Detective um, Beatrix. Um, because you know, like I said, they set it up to where they're like, "This is now where Sherlock and, and Holmes are. They can now focus on." Um, on uh, regular, cases. regular cases and and it can end right here and now or we could pick up the adventures of two men and a baby oh my yeah, goodness we could no. get two men how and great a baby. would that be yeah, and Molly it's, it's all about and the legends the stories the adventures Aww. and did you notice when they were running out a good bookend um, that they passed the the, the Rathburn place Rathbone place no I missed that based off of that was a nod to um, Basil Rathbone. Mm. Most known for Oh, and he put his hat back on. Yes, and he, he did put his, his hat, hat back, back on. Because yeah. he's Sherlock Holmes, out. he needs to wear the bloody hat. I love the, the quick montage of, like, you see everyone pass in and out of their um, their flat there and seeing, like, they're living their day-to-day lives. Like, right. they're moving forward. After will, they cleaned up the flat. Yes. I will <laughs> say one minor complaint about this season as a whole. Not nearly as much Molly and uh, and Greg as we've gotten right. in previous seasons. Mm-hmm. So, True. I get it because the focus was on Molly. Or we did have on, key, um, si- key scene with Molly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the focus was on Mary and John and Sherlock, so I get it. But it would have been nice to get a little bit more Greg and a little bit more Molly Especially in there. if this was the end of the entire series. Exactly. Like, we we don't know it what feels like they got chipped a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Do you feel it's Watson. actually the end? Because this could be a bookend episode, especially how they ended. They're running in the promotion, the promotional graphics of Sherlock in season one. They're running. This one at the I'm end okay. of season four. They're running. I'm okay with this being goodbye. Are you like? Are you satisfied with this being the last episode? If it is. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Just because of what I just said, I think that there are more character developments there. I mean, we've only got a taste of Mrs. Hudson being this kick-ass like character. I think they can do so much more with her. I think Molly after Get that her whole own comedy spin yeah, after that whole like I love you scene, like what what do you do after that? Like, and then they they um, you know hinted on. Um, Irene Adler still being around. Yeah. Like, what's going to go on with that? There's so many other things that they can do know. besides this. Um, and, and, yeah. and I think that I, I know that Doctor Who is a. I think the, they create the, this team created the, the Doctor Who series as well. Um, I think they can either go to a pre Benedict Cumberbatch or they can fast forward because right now the they problem. Could do one-offs. Yeah, the problem is is that Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman are just so. Um, busy, yeah. and they yes. just don't have time to shoot anymore right now. Busy so they could either recast, they can recast to older characters, or they can go back before these two and then have younger characters. I don't think they should well, recast. No. I mean, no. Stephen Moffat is supposedly wrapping up with Doctor Who within the next like season or two, which I think is for the best. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe he'll devote more time to Sherlock. I yeah. And before we wrap up, um, a fun Easter eggs for yeah. you guys. These are my favorite. I love this. <laughs> um, the menu Mycroft grabs uh, when, like, at the end of last episode, where they had the number, um, the menu. It was a Rygate Square. That's a nod to the adventures of the Rygate Squire, the name of the short story that appears in the memoirs of Sherlock Holmes. And then uh, the dark allusion to the third breath. Br- Third brother, sorry if I can speak, is a reference to actual a non sir 
I can't speak anymore. Sir Sorry. Arthur Conan Doyle. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. <laughs> Thank you. I've been speaking for the last four hours. Um, stories written about Sherlock. And in those stories that they actually have a brother named Sharon Ford, mm. which is oh, a, that's reference why to the a reference to the prison. And we actually know that uh, Doyle actually considered the, the name Sharon Ford for the actual Sherlock name mm. before it became Sherlock. Yes. I like it. And yes, and I already mentioned the building that they're running out from has the plaque that says Rathbone Place. Fun things. Good Love tidbits. It. Good tidbits. Um, overall, like, real, real quick, last final thoughts of just the whole season in general. Um, I would say successful. Dark, but emotionally satisfying. I thought it was a really great what might be a series finale. Yeah, I I loved the cinematography. I think we delved emotionally deeper into characters compared to the physical. I mean, we got the internal intelligence that we always get, but mm-hmm. like this really peeled away the layers at the characters, and I think that's why we love the show so mm-hmm. much. But thank Not you, without its everyone. Problems, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fun. Thank this you, everyone, so for waiting three years <laughs> 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 and for us to come back and do this show. I'm I'm very glad that we got the opportunity yes. to cover these. Thank episodes. you, everybody in the chat yeah. for playing with us. Leave us comments so we can <laughs> yes. talk about the show some more with you. Yes, unfortunately, we do have to wrap up as well. So in the meantime, where can everyone keep following? Yes, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am Timothy Michael. You can find me at I am Timothy Mike on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mangwin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. Stick around for Agents of Shield. <laughs> on Tuesday, you can catch me on Political Culture on the 31st, and you can follow me at Drexel Hurd. And you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun social media platforms at AfterBuzz TV. Keep rating, keep commenting, keep subscribing. We do read all the iTunes comments. We got a lot of love there last time we did this after show. Keep spreading the love, and we love Sherlock. Hopefully, this isn't our very last show. Hopefully, uh, I the hope not. Bride. Maybe we'll <laughs> we come back might retroactively go back to the Abominable <laughs> Bride. So stick around, you guys. And thank you for letting us talk about Sherlock once again. And we will talk to you. Next time, Sherlock. Bye, Sherlock. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 